Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Harris here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. Man, it was an eventful day today, both for our markets and just in the U.S. in general. Uh, If you happen to catch the Trump campaign, the lawyers for the Trump campaign's press conference today, you know that the legal team absolutely brought it today. And there can be no doubt now that there is evidence and reasons that this election has to be investigated now and cannot, cannot be certified by states yet. Now, if you didn't see this, you're going to want to go find a link and watch this. This is something we've truly never seen anything like this, at least in modern history in the United States. If you were to tell us a year ago these are the type of events we'd be watching play out, I wouldn't think that anybody would find it believable. It, it seems like the events from a movie. This is the stuff of Netflix's House of Cards. Uh, on a whole nother level, though, it's really unbelievable and incredibly to be watching it play out in, in real time. Kip and I have been absolutely plugged in to every bit of this here, and we're going to continue to bring you the reporting on it on every level that we can Uh, So to take a look at what they were talking about today, just the clear evidence of potential fraud, I'll say, uh, just to please the the tech oligarchs in our country, but from the mail-in ballot frauds to the Dominion software fraud, and now over 220 signed affidavits from people coming forward and saying they personally witnessed election tampering here, and for the media in this country to just absolutely flat out continue to say that there is no evidence of fraud, folks, that is hugely irresponsible and absolutely to us watching here that there is clear collusion happening from the powers that be and the media. CNN didn't even air the press conference today. They had some program uh, from Chris Cuomo. I, I don't even know. I tried to flip on to see if they were even showing it and they weren't. And in the other outlets that didn't cover the press conference, all they're talking about in the recap has nothing to do with the substance of the event. All it talk, they're talking about is how much Rudy Giuliani was sweating or, or something like that. That tells you all that you need to know. They won't even cover the facts. They're treating this like it's reality TV and whatever they tell you is the way that it goes. And they know that those of us who are absolutely, or I say of us, those in the U.S. who are absolutely just asleep right now, or they're just going to go along with it. There's probably over a significant amount of our population that is just along for the ride here. They just want to willfully ignore the actual facts and ignore the accusations and just Republicans, Democrats, we have to come together and just accept this election. They just want us to accept it. That's all. Um, Well, no, we're not going to do that. As Americans, we have now, we have to step up and demand a full investigation of this election. Republican or Democrat or independent, it does not matter. If this isn't resolved and uh, these claims are not fully vetted and investigated by people that we can trust, then we can never trust our electoral system again. Jenna Ellis, who's a senior legal advisor to the Trump campaign, summed this all up very well 
she said, these are just the beginning of the facts. This is, if we're in a courtroom, this is the opening statement of our case. But, and she just laid it out. Here are the facts that the media has absolutely refused to cover. And they've refused to cover them this afternoon since the press conference. I've seen a number of people calling the press conference as irresponsible, saying that the First Amendment is great, but we can't allow for these kinds of things. Well, if the First Amendment is so great, then why are you just shitting all over it right now by saying something like that? She went on to say, we're a nation of rules, not a nation of rulers. And we couldn't agree more with that. That's a powerful statement right there. No one in the United States is above the law. And this election cannot and will not be decided until we get to the bottom of what happened here. One thing that I love that somebody pointed out earlier today is now we're two and a half weeks, basically two weeks since the election. And the media has absolutely run away with calling Biden president elect. But you haven't seen a single riot, not a single building burned by people who are Trump supporters. Folks, that's, that tells you a lot of what you need to know. If there's one side of the country that will burn it to the ground if they don't get their way, and another side of the country that wants progression, and the actual progressive of this country who want to continue to move forward and make the best of America the best country that it can possibly be. This isn't about looking backwards and saying America is a terrible country because of this, this, and this, and all these things that happened in the past. It's about where are we going to go from today? And... More people need to start thinking like that. And we won't stop speaking out until we get to the bottom of this, folks. This is absolutely about preserving our free and fair elections here for all future generations. If we can't trust this one, how are we going to trust the, the, the midterms two years from now? How are we going to trust the election four years from now? Uh, so I hope that we can all stand together in demanding a free and fair election here for all U.S. citizens. Now, with that, I'll take a step back here and let's look at how the markets handled the action today to see if they're telling us anything here. This morning, our major indexes all opened lower uh, before the NASDAQ and Russell 2000 quickly flipped to positive. We finished with all four of our major indexes positive on the day. And the NASDAQ leading the way makes a lot of sense today um, as we see states now beginning to head back into these absolutely unconstitutional lockdowns and inhibiting the freedoms of their citizens for a virus that we know now cannot be fought by lockdowns. My favorite quote here, uh, which I've seen started to be shared a lot, but I think it was started by Charlie Kirk, uh, but it's definitely making the rounds now. He said, if lockdowns worked, then why do we need more lockdowns? And if lockdowns didn't work, then why are we doing more lockdowns? It, it just doesn't make any sense. And if you take a step back and look at what's actually happening here, it, it seems like our elected officials are trying to con us into believing and going along with their tyrannical rule. And it's actually pretty comical when you start to see, you know, Gavin Newsom having dinner indoors, going on a trip to Hawaii, uh, you know, freedom for me, but not for thee. Uh, of course, that is the motto of the ruling class in this country right now. And unfortunately, a lot of people in this country don't see it that way. They're actually asking for Big Brother to come in and save us from ourselves and, and their maniac 
fellow citizens who refuse to live in fear, who refuse to wear their face muzzles. Um, And on that note, as we learned from the Denmark mask study that came out yesterday, it's unlikely that masks even help that much. It certainly doesn't prevent you from getting it. It might, and they didn't do a study on this, but it might help a little bit in people who are infected and spreading it, but that is still unproven. So why are we still going along with this? And why are people encouraging their leaders to take a more authoritarian approach here? I've actually seen people in Texas asking why we aren't locking down yet. Uh, Absolutely unbelievable. People want their freedoms to be taken away. And folks, a government that rules by mandates is not a government of the people. It is tyranny in the truest sense of the word. Our politicians' job should be to help educate the American people. They, because we're, we're all adults here. We can make decisions for ourselves. Their job should be to educate us so that we can make the best decisions for ourselves. But somewhere along the way, that idea has been totally lost on us. And instead, people want the government to mandate to them how to live. Uh, it's, it's disgraceful, uh, to, to say it lightly. But hopefully, in the coming weeks, we can open a lot of, a lot of eyes here. As we get this election overturned, hopefully we get some people who are tried and put in jail for the treason that they have committed here. If it's proven, I'll I'll go ahead and say that, that if we get to the bottom of this investigation and Biden won the election, we're not going to riot. We'll go on. Life will go on. But we need to ensure that we have a free and fair election here. But people need to wake up and, and realize what's actually happening here before we quickly end up like... Countries like Germany, where they're going to mandate that certain groups take a vaccine under penalty of law. And that if you resist, they can bring in police officers, hold you down and give you the vaccine against your will. That is not what we want to come here. But if we continue in this direction, that's exactly where we're headed. So uh, for the time being, lockdowns look like they're, they're coming back in some states. So these stay at home stocks. Uh, could continue to rally, and we did see that today as the NASDAQ led the way, up 0.87% to 11,904. We were followed there by small caps, which continued to uh, to rally here, up 0.84% to 1,784. We were followed there by the S&P 500, up just under four-tenths of 1% at 3,581. And our laggard on the day, if you want to call it that, the Dow, still up. 0.15% to 29,483. Another uh, another factor that probably helped our stocks rally into the close, and we've seen this story before, but rumors about a new stimulus deal, uh, Mitch McConnell supposedly meeting with Chuck Schumer, as well as Mnuchin meeting with Pelosi to resume negotiations here. Uh, so, no stimulus is another wall of worry item for our markets, and you know our markets love to climb a wall of worry. But there is a big deadline coming up at the end of this year as the coronavirus benefits for things like unemployment, uh, for uh, mortgage deferrals, and and things like that are coming up at the end of the year, which could be a very big deal if if no relief is passed ahead of that deadline. But uh, we've seen this story a few times before, and so far... Our our officials have stepped in and done at least somewhat of the right thing between here and there. So we'll continue to report on that here as well. 
Another thing we've been talking about here, our markets are at overbought levels and quickly reaching extreme overbought, uh, seeing that in some areas and some individual stocks for sure. Um, but that is when bad things tend to happen. And with this kind of whirlwind between the election and COVID lockdowns coming back, we could be primed for a quick sell-off here. Uh, this combo of factors tells us that we don't want to be aggressively long right now. Now is not the time to be putting on new positions. Now, that doesn't mean that our markets can't head a little higher in, in light of that growing uncertainty, but the, the move higher probably won't be a big one, and the risk of a sharp sell-off is much higher than that scenario right now. Remember, after it became clear in the 2000 election between Al Gore and Bush that once it became clear that it was going to be a contested election, the market sold off 7.5% over the following two weeks. So as this election appears more and more that it's going to be contested, and it, it will, and at some point the mainstream media is going to have to start reporting on it, that could make a quick turn here and we could see a sharp sell-off in our markets. Looking at our internals on the day, uh, a little bit surprising. We got some strong readings again here. They have continued advances, beating out declines, a little less than two to one positive on the day. New 52 week highs to lows, uh, up big again with 198 stocks hitting new 52 week highs. So, not the highest number that we've seen, but still a good number. And just 16 stocks hitting new 52 week lows. So, a big beat there. And lastly, here, Volume finishing up two to one on the NYSE and over five and a half to one on the NASDAQ. So even with the NASDAQ lower this morning, volume was positive. That's an interesting occurrence there, something we certainly watch closely. Uh, the internals are an important part of our system here. Looking at our sectors on the day, we finished with nine out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors higher on the day. We were led by energy. Uh, we were followed there by tech, which is what you want to see, tech leading the market uh, right behind the energy there. And semis did lead tech today. Tech was up just over eight-tenths of 1%, while the semis were up 1.3% on the day-to-day. -day. So this is, if you're bullish, that's what you want to see. We were followed there by consumer discretionary materials and communication services. Our laggards on the day was the flight to safety trade and utilities uh, finishing down over 1% on the day. We were followed there by healthcare down just 0.15% on the day. So not, not a huge day there. Lastly for today, our VRA commodity watch. Gold now trading lower on the day, down just over four-tenths of 1% to 1,866 an ounce. Silver down a bigger 1.12% to $24.17 an ounce. Copper is higher on the day, up just over half a percent to $3.21 a pound. And oil slightly higher on the day now, up 0.14% to $42.07 a barrel. Lastly here, Bitcoin continuing its rally off the highs of the day, though. It did break back above $18,000 of Bitcoin earlier. Still up, though, 1.83% to 17989 of Bitcoin. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top. We'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.